0: Leaving a Legacy is brought to you by hipstersofthecoast.com and can be found on the Top Deck app every Friday. You can support the show directly at patreon.com slash leaving a legacy.
1: Magic is powerful.
0: Leaving a Legacy. My name is Patrick. I'm your legacy newbie. With me this week as always, Mr. Jerry Me. What's up, Jerry?
2: Oh, not much, Pat. It is the final countdown. When this episode goes live, the Leaving a Legacy Open 8 will be 24 hours away. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's exciting. I know, right? You excited to eat some hot wings?
0: <laughs> uh, you know what? Like, excited, dreading. Like, I'm, I'm worried about, like, what I should do to make sure that, like, I don't have I don't know like I might have to wear a diaper to this event we'll just see how it goes but uh, yeah it should be pretty pretty exciting man I think people are getting into that that idea of making us absolutely embarrass ourselves and and hate ourselves while we're doing the uh doing the, the cast but uh, yeah it should be it should be a good time said there's going to be too, coverage
3: man. of the uh, of the of the wings
0: oh it's going it's going like <laughs> as, we, as we do it we're going to do it live so every time we hit 50 bucks we're just eating another hot wing during awesome. the cast it's going to be it's going to be brutal. <laughs> <laughs> my only my only hope is that people don't show like people like don't show up with their money in hand. They're like, Oh yeah, we don't have money to, to uh to donate, and then we just have to eat like a couple of the hot wings. Cause if we go up to listen, if we go to the top level, Jerry, we're like both of us are gonna be in trouble, brother. I'm just saying, like it's gonna be a problem. <laughs> I,
2: I've been training. I've just been doing the gauntlet. I've been just drinking a little every night. It's like, you know, I put it, in, I put it in a flask and as I'm going to Oh, Ben's, drinking hot
0: sauce. I thought you meant just like imbibing I alcohol know. and just being like, well, this is my life now. Now wow. the hot sauce. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, let's fucking let's go. <laughs>
2: uh, speaking of, we have a great guest on the cast tonight. Uh, coming back uh, for i don't know how many times it's 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 my third time third time yeah you may recognize the voice uh the handsome devil (laughs) of (laughs) mtg goldfish author of the very popular this week in legacy article series as well as many others uh mr joseph dyer welcome to
3: the cast man i'm popular wait that's weird (laughs) that's so odd to hear that you are Uh, you
2: are humble but i honestly think this week in legacy is like probably the most reliable and highest quality uh consistent legacy content you know some people come yeah some people come out with like really great articles and they just knock it out of the park and they do it every once in a while but you're hitting us like every single week with what's going on in legacy and that is definitely a service that uh we appreciate because as we get older, it's a lot harder for us to, you know, <laughs> follow uh, kids. I mean, you're a dad, you just celebrated yep. father's day. Yep. You know how hard it is to, uh, you know, stay on the, the bleeding edge of uh, meta developments and you uh, help a lot of the legacy players out there with uh, your article series. So I just think that it's a, it's a great service you do to the
3: community thank you i really appreciate it <laughs> <laughs> uh and speaking
2: of uh your most uh, recent article we wanted to talk about because i thought it felt perfect as a great episode before the uh big tournament uh you know we always are struggling to figure out what to talk about and uh because you know we don't have the results yet so i figured uh, this could be kind of our predictions episode as well as give some people a couple options for if they're looking for a last minute audible <laughs> to sleeve up for the tournament. If they want to just play something new, you uh, kind of outlined some fresh new decks that uh, that are making some uh, waves in the format right now.
3: Yeah, uh, a little bit. Yeah. Some, some people are playing a lot of different things lately uh, especially with the all access uh, passes going on magic online. So
2: yeah, let's let's talk about that because uh, a big complaint I have with Magic Online right now is that it's no longer the cheap alternative to play the Legacy decks you want to play. Like you could used to be able to pretty consistently play any deck in Legacy. For about, you know, 500, 600 tickets. And now with prices going up to the, you know, I think some of the decks we're going to talk about today are bordering on like 1,500 tickets for yeah, a list. Yeah, um, This all access seems like it could be pretty useful. Could you uh, let our listeners kind of know what it's all about?
3: Yeah. So you basically buy a token through the Magic Online store for $25. Uh, and it gives you basically access to almost every card on magic online i say almost every because there are some exclusions uh they exclude things like uh secret layer cards are excluded Mm -hmm. uh and things like the old bordered uh power nine are excluded so uh, i i don't like the secret layer exclusion personally but
2: Is is the new border power dine available? Yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So it's it's literally just like an aesthetics thing. It's not really like a play thing.
3: Yeah, it's an aesthetics thing. Yeah. As much as I would love to be able to play with those cards, those cards are very expensive, actually, on Magic Online. So for the old bordered ones, at least. I'm sure. Uh, So yeah, it. it, But basically, yeah, it lets you get access to any, nearly anything uh, on the client. You can play any format uh it's actually i love it because i love presenting it to people as hey if you really want to try out legacy if you really want to try out vintage uh these formats are great you should definitely pick up on these uh all access accounts because they will help you like kind of figure out what you want to play Mm -hmm. without having to like switch back and forth like a rental service like you just load up a bunch of decks and you can just play a game with every deck and figure out each deck Mm -hmm. like and it's great like and if you really don't want to pay money to enter an event you can always play in the practice room which uh you know isn't always that bad so you know yeah. if you just want to play for free you can play for free or you can mm-hmm. jump jump in the leagues and
2: and and they've pioneered this before with uh, i think it was it was it eternal weekend was the first one they've done it
3: they've done it a number of times throughout the past yeah. couple of years uh, usually they attach it to um weekends weeks of super qualifier events where they have pro tour qualifier events Mm-hmm. Uh, running. Uh, but then yes, they did it with um, eternal weekend, both eternal weekend online as well. Yeah, And then so, this
2: this one is celebrating Magic Online's 20th year.
3: 20th anniversary. anniversary. And it lasts until the 29th, which is which was if you got it on the eighth when it went live, that's three weeks worth of play. Yeah. Which is quite good.
2: For twenty five bucks is not bad. It's
3: not no, bad. not not at all. Yeah, I, I, that's what I, I. I have a rental account. I'm not gonna lie. I'm I'm technically sponsored by Card Order. I have a unlimited. I have a fifteen hundred ticket. You know, rental account. Uh, uh, you Cardorder.
2: lucky bastard. <laughs> I'm,
3: I'm scraping by with five hundred. It's
2: getting rough. <laughs> shout,
3: shout out to Card Order. I love them to death. I really do. They are some of the. They're the best company on the planet on Magic Online. Mm-hmm. Absolutely the best. Um, but uh, I still purchase a ticket, a, a token. Every time one of these comes up, because uh, I always view it as I get to just not have to worry about my rental service for a little bit and just get to play and switch back and forth constantly. Uh, Also, I'm purely selfish. There's one deck that that I cannot ever rent on magic online and that is battle of wits <laughs> and i'm a huge battle of wits aficionado oh really so oh yeah oh, I, love I, it. I love that deck it's so much fun <laughs> so i always come up with like a new list for every one of them okay uh, every time i comes up comes up i was like okay well let me try something try this this time like so you know you just keep finding like i've got bunches of battle of wits lists sitting in my uh, my magic online account that i can't play when it's not these seasons <laughs> <laughs> this last one i did um I decided to call it uh, infinite potential because it's just a bunch of infinite combos. Uh, oh, yeah. So, stuff like, you know, what we're going to talk about the displacer kitten uh, stuff, right. yep. um, you know, food chain, uh, devoted druid with a switch reconfiguration combo, that sort mm-hmm. of stuff. So, um, I have won with Battle of Witch itself plenty of times. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. I usually get at least one to two per time I get to play it. Uh, it's a ton of fun. <laughs> I've only played battle of wits and paper, uh, like, yeah, like, in
0: like against, against battle of wits. I should say I've never actually played the deck myself, but it was, uh, it was interesting. It was a, uh, it, it was a fun game to play for sure.
3: It's, it's great on magic online. If your computer can handle it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> when you're fetching, you're like, Oh my God. Uh, but there's a reason I have a nice computer so that I can yeah. play these kinds of decks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that's hilarious. Um, I actually played a version of it, um, during Fraternal weekend last year actually oh really
0: okay yeah yeah i ended
3: up four six in that event <laughs>
0: <Uh-oh>. <laughs> so it's so funny because like when it, the first time i played battle of wits i had no idea i mean i had heard of the battle of wits deck but i was still super new to legacy and i had no idea like what kind of access you need to like beat that deck on because i just didn't wasn't aware of the deck Mm-hmm. Um, so it, is that kind of your experience when you're playing? Like I would think in an event like uh, like Eternal Weekend, people are a lot more familiar with the format than I was. Is like you know only playing for a few, maybe a few months at the time. But do people kind of know sort of where the deck's coming from and like uh, you know how to how to defend against it? I guess
3: not really, because each build can be rather different. Like, okay. I the build I had for um, Eternal Weekend was going to try and find it here because it was a it was a weird it was a weird deck because i had I had ragavans and stuff and obviously because mm-hmm. this is what Ragavan was legal and stuff and yep. i am where is it i'll just try and find it real quick here a battle Wits three there it is it was, i had to delete that one because it didn't because Ragavan was in the deck oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like you know it, it was you know you're playing a bunch of like mana dorks and i was playing like Risen reefs and baleful strixes and oh, okay. Ice Fan icefang and just all these value cards because that's kind of what you want to fill the deck with is you want to fill the deck with a bunch of redundant stuff right right that, that you know does a whole bunch of redundant effects so I was playing like endurances and solitudes and furies and uh, you know primeval titans and recruiter of the guard and all these cards that do things and of mm-hmm. course you get to play all the cantrips and you get to play all the removal and expressive iteration and yeah all those cards and mm-hmm. so. You know, people can just try to treat it as like, well, it's just a big, uh, you know, fair pile. Basically, that's what it is. This is just a big right. control fair pile. And, um, but the one, the biggest upgrade that the deck got, honestly, in the past couple of years is just being a free roll for Yorion. Oh, okay. Um, you know, sure. Could just yeah. be able to add Yorion to that deck is just like the biggest free roll of all time. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, you get to just have this like, f- you know, five man, threat that just comes out of nowhere. Right. Uh, huh. So it's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, that is pretty sweet. But uh, uh,
0: yeah, so like, tell me what, like, what dr- I know we're not really talking about, you know, battle woods, but like, what draws you to that deck? Like, what makes you want to play that deck over something else?
3: I just like the goofiness of it. I like, okay, go- I like big goofy janky stuff. And I think mm-hmm. it's fun to play those kinds of decks, honestly. Gotcha. So yeah. Gotcha. Uh, we're going to talk about cats, right?
0: Yeah. So uh, we were going through uh, your most recent article uh, for this week in legacy, which came out the 14th. So just a little, little less than a week from that, from today uh, from when we're recording. And one of the cards you kind of highlighted uh, right in the beginning was Displacer kitten, which uh, w- w- completely slipped by me when I, when I, when it was spoiled, we didn't go super deep into the commander legends cards. Uh, mm-hmm. So, which is unsurprising because a lot of times they just, I don't know. I just,
2: I mean, I've, I'm not I think we mentioned it, but I'm not surprised it's the by because it doesn't really look like a legacy powerhouse. Like it's it, a, it doesn't at first. <laughs> no, it's,
3: until it's, you a, play with it's it. a
2: four mana creature that doesn't say win the game. So. Right.
3: right. Well, it kind of does.
0: <laughs> kind of. Yeah, you're it's right. Kinda, right. Kinda does. <laughs> but it's yeah. funny because but, so I was reading the article. And I was like, oh, like if you have Displacer Kitten and, and Karn, that's like a, that's basically a deterministic win. And I'm, I'm like, wait, I was looking at the two cards and I'm like, oh, wait. It's not just those two cards. It's what you can do with those two cards. Like it's not like you know, it, it basically allows you to get your entire sideboard at that point, right? Like you're able so, to get your
3: LEDs and. So yeah, let 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 me walk you through yeah, the color. yeah. The yeah, yeah. Here. Okay, so so let's let's talk about displacer kitten first. So displacer kitten is a three in a blue for a creature cat beast. It's a two two. Uh, Hesit ability says whenever you cast a non-creature spell, you exile up to one target non-land permit you control then return that bat- to the card to the battlefield under its owner's control. J- just so, to
2: interrupt you real quick, when I yeah. first read this it had screamed astral slide to me.
3: Right, it kind of does, but this is like full on just like, I'm going to kill you now. Uh, <laughs> right, yeah because so,
2: because it's a lot easier to just
3: cast spells than right. cycle,
2: cycle cards.
3: <laughs> so when you have Karn in play with this card, okay so you down tick Karn and you go get Lion's Eye Diamond from your sideboard.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: So you cast Lion's Eye Diamond, you reset Karn uh, you, with, the, with the Kitten Trigger. So, because every time you bounce Karn, you get to
2: activate its loyalty ability
3: again. Exactly, yes. So you get an LED into play, you crack your LED immediately for whatever color mana you want, usually blue. I don't really care. I usually get default to blue. You downtick Karn again to go get Tormod's Crypt from your sideboard. You cast Crypt, you blink Karn. Mm-hmm. You crypt yourself, and the reason that you do this is because crypt has a uh, cost of tap sac uh, to activate its ability, mm-hmm. which means by the time its ability resolves, it's in the graveyard as well. Okay? So you are now exiled your graveyard, your lion's eye diamond, and your torment in you're in exile. You down to Karn and you get your LED from exile. <laughs> mm-hmm. You cast your LED, you reset Karn. Right. right? Track your LED get torment crit from exile repeat right <laughs> and you just do this until you have enough mana to where you fetch uh, this is how i usually do it i usually make enough mana to get to the point because i've had to play this out a, bu- a mm-hmm. couple times on magic online i've had a couple of people actually just make me play it out And i'm like fine uh, surprisingly enough it's a bit easier to execute on magic Online than bomber and combo is oh really uh, it's just less clicking yeah there's a little less clicking gotcha uh, so you go, okay, I'm going to make enough mana, make a bunch of mana, uh, down to a car and go get Micus's lattice cast lattice first as your like counter bait, just in case they decide they don't want to counter the, uh, they want to counter your payoff instead.
1: Mm-hmm. Cause they
3: think they, they can just get you with your counter and your payoff. So you have to cast. so you cast uh, lattice first, which shuts off any sort of like forceful effects because they can't pitch a blue card mm-hmm. uh, because everything's colorless. <laughs> Um, and then you go get Walking ballista and you just shoot them to death. Walking ballista.
0: yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: The uh, cool thing about this, the cool thing about this is that if your opponent plays, if you if they see this in game one, and your opponent plays like a ley line of the Void, they're doing you a favor. <laughs> oh, <really? laughs> because they because they because uh, by being able to put your LED directly into exile means you don't have to go get Tormont Script oh okay oh <laughs> if, yeah 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 if they surgical you they're doing you a favor oh interesting if they mm. um counter the led they're losing because you can still just go get the crypt and then exile the, exile your graveyard and start over again Hmm. <laughs> so the the key there and there's a reason why i'm like the first thing i thought about when i was looking at this list and playing around with this list is i want to shave something to put a second Tormod's crypt in the sideboard okay uh, simply because if somebody counters your Tormod script, then you're in trouble, because then you can't keep going. That's the awkward part. Hmm. Uh, removal on your, um, on your kitten obviously is going to stop you. That's that's a key thing. Um, that's why you want to play like Chalice of the Void and cards like that, mm-hmm. so that you can stop things like Lightning Bolt, which just kills this thing, because <laughs> it's a two-two, yeah. Uh, yeah. or Pyroblast, which is seeing a lot of play right now uh so that's the only thing that could keep this deck down really is the fact that pyroblast is like everywhere um but this deck does play force of will so Mm -hmm. uh you know if they try to remove it you could force it uh there is the fun part of if you do have like um even if they do if you force it and they even if they force your force back you can still save your kitten because you can use the trigger to blink your kitten right yeah so like you're still gonna win in that exchange uh even if they Ah. force back because you're when you cast force you're gonna get a trigger right blink it blink the cat and now it's a new object right that doesn't target it anymore so that's pretty slippery yeah so it's it's cool um so this is seeing some some minor play uh here there Um, there's a couple people trialing it in the Bomberman lists, Mm -hmm. just like straight adding it to Bomberman. Oh, just straight adding it. Oh, that's interesting. Um, Especially since uh, Blue-White Bomberman can get access to Teferi Time Raveler. Yep. Uh, Because the other combo that you can do with this thing is Teferi Time Raveler, uh, which uh, basically you go um, cast a zero drop, blink Teferi, bounce the zero drop with Teferi, draw a card, cast the zero drop, blink Teferi, (laughs) and just do this over and over, and your opponent can't interact with it because it's a very static. Right. Oh. So, yeah. <laughs> so that's another thing that's kind of been showing up uh, as well. So, uh, I, and of course, it, obviously also it's an Urza Saga deck. So mm-hmm. you get, still get things like Psy, Master Thopteris, you get Urza. Yep. Um, what really I think sets this one apart is uh, the fact you get to play Grid Monolith and Grid Monolith lets you power out some stuff mm-hmm. pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. And you get to also, like, if you get to, like, do some stuff like, oh, I can play the cat, uh, play like a like land grimol, Mo- yeah. I get off in a land. I play the cat, I play a zero drop, I reset the Grimonolith. Hmm. Uh or I get to reset Urza. Right. Uh, like blinking Urza is really really strong. <laughs> Cause you can just get more constructs out of him. Right. Right. Uh, or blink your thought monitors, draw more cards. So like,
0: can you just or... you can also just flood the board with like Thopter, Thopter tokens too, and, and yeah. that's a yeah. kill as well. Yeah. And,
3: yeah. Or yeah. you can go the Urza Saga route and just like go Urza Saga Ancient Tomb right you know, play play cards that you know buff my constructs get a shadow yeah. spear beat you at the death with with a life linking trample construct mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh that's sort well, of the things you can do this deck is actually pretty
0: sweet yeah i, I kind of like this deck with with <laughs> kid in there that is, it makes I, it interesting
2: I really liked it too, which is why I went to go rent it. And then I realized it's like 1,300 It's tickets. like, 20, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, it's like close to like
3: 1,300 tickets. Yeah, it's like 1,200 something Jeez. tickets. Yeah, yeah. Because the
2: cats are also super expensive because, of course, they're from a limited edition set that barely got released on Magic Online. Yes.
3: Um, what happens is uh, they are, uh, it's like 240 tickets of just cats because oh, they're, because they were just in Treasure chests, So they're like 60 mm-hmm. tickets. Oh, um they're but, yeah. only in chests they're only in chests yeah they did not release the set in its entirety on magic online oh my god uh, they are and-
0: trying to kill magic online there's no <laughs> doubt mind so, that's what they're trying to do
3: so I, I to that i say what happened there is we kind of already knew that this was coming mm-hmm. uh and it's because when they talked about the release of Baldur's gate on magic online they were like hey you know just fyi i A lot of the set's not going to be there because we were in the process of the transition period to Daybreak Games. Mm -hmm. Uh, So they had a resource crunch based on that transition, and it caused them not to be able to get uh, some stuff put on there. What stinks about that is there's some cards in there that are pretty good.
0: I saw that. Yeah. Paper. Further in your article, you kind of started talking about that. So, yeah. so just b- before we get into those, is that a permanent decision where these will not be released onto Magic Online? or They is it, haven't or, really we'll, said. Oh, yeah, of course yeah, not. They haven't
3: really okay. said. I, I think that as people might go, hey, you know, we'd like to see this, we'd like to see this, we'd like to see this, they're probably mm-hmm. monitoring that chatter. To, to, oh and it,
2: I, I'm going to guess the answer is no, unless the community makes a stink about it, because like, exactly as yeah. soon as it becomes old news, it's just not on their radar anymore. Right, They're right. already on to the next thing. Right. So, and I, and I
3: will say this, they do listen to that stuff. I will say it, that they do listen because it, there is a card from the Streets of New Cupena commander set that when they bid this, cha- this update for Baldur's Gate. Mm-hmm. It got added. It was previously not available on Magic Online. And it got added on Magic Online, and that's currency converter.
0: So so is this the fir- is this the first time we've seen this many cards that uh no. best way? To- so is it- no so but so I guess my question is is this the first time that the what's available on Magic Online isn't actually what lines up with what's no. paper oh, no. meta that's, is? that's no. been, okay.
3: That's been plenty of times. A little bit. Commander 2021 has quite a few cards. That really? are not uh, not available. Uh, in fact, actually, one of them, uh, I featured a deck list uh, that uses a card that's only, you can only play this deck in paper uh, mm. because it, it doesn't exist on Magic Online. No. It's a creative technique uh, mm-hmm. that doesn't exist.
0: What what no. do you guys think are the implications for this, something like that? Like if this is becoming more, like it was it was an anomaly in, before, but now it's
3: much more common. I think they just need more resource development, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I think that's I what think- it boils down to.
2: I think it's not going to change the meta so much in that it's going to prevent some decks from being discovered. So but, it's not it's not going to shift the meta, but it is going to mean people aren't going to be able to play with these cards. Right. And if they're not playing with these cards, it's not getting any attention. And so those cards might fall by the wayside, even if they could be, you know, legacy playable.
3: Yeah. Does the the s- one I'm really upset about is Minsk and Boo, because uh, I think that card is actually way better than it looks. <laughs> hmm.
0: Yeah. Does that sit okay with you guys? That that what is Magic Online is now not what is paper. Like
3: it, it hasn't been that for a while. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, uh, and, it's been that yeah. way for a decade. Yeah, uh, no, sort of. Like it hasn't been that. It's been a couple years since mm. um, they really have not pushed out all of the commander cards on mm. there. Uh, and honestly, like I don't need all of the commander cards. Just but, the playable ones. <laughs> but, but the playable ones. Yeah. The ones that seem, seem somewhat playable. But I also think that there are people that play Commander on uh, Magic Online. And I feel kind of bad for them because they're missing out on cards yeah. that might be good for their format. And so that kind of stinks. But because uh, a couple of the ones are combo y cards that we got in that aren't going to be on there. Uh, one of those being and, uh Gorian's Ward, mm-hmm. uh, which is like a white world gorger dragon. <laughs> so and i was i was really excited to play with that card i was super excited to play with that card Mm -hmm. and i was like oh it's not on there oh man like Mm -hmm. ah, i felt so bad because i'm like the floor of that card is make infinite one ones right so (laughs) um spoiler alert that would be a fun deck to see somebody bring to the leaving a legacy open because it's a paper event (laughs) right right exactly bring bring mono mono you know what not mono white but like you know splat bant world gorger where you don't have to play a red card in your deck, you can just play this white legendary creature. Yeah, that, that you know on its floor, you know makes infinite one-one soldiers. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It seems kind of gross. So, hmm.
1: um,
3: or I'd like to see somebody play Minsk and Boo. Uh, that would be sweet. I've had a couple friends who have tried that card in paper, and they said it's really good. Hmm. So that's the gruel one, right? The two red green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. It's, it's, it makes a four, four with trample (laughs) right off the bat (laughs) Yeah, with trample and haste, like seems all right. Yeah. yeah. And then like, yeah, I mean, what it does, what the best thing it does is, you know, it makes a four, four with trample on the turn. It comes down. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then the next turn it makes, you know, a seven, it makes it a seven, seven. No. Yeah. No, it makes it a seven, seven. It'll be a seven, seven with trample. Uh, And then you hit them for seven and then you crack it. Uh, to its, uh, then the next, yeah, no, it's, no, that's yeah, not you what can... you do. No, no, here's what you do. You go, you go, okay, hit you for four. Next turn, hit you for four, minus two, sack it, draw four cards and deal deal four damage to them. Mm-hmm. And then next turn, you get another one-one with Trample and Haste <laughs> that you can immediately make a four-four because it happens right. on your upkeep and when it enters the battlefield, it makes a one-one, huh. uh, which is kind of gross. So yeah, it, it seems like a really good card. So I would that would be fun to see too. I would yeah. like to see somebody play Minskin Boo. <laughs> That's pretty neat. Just new cards. Play new cards. I like right. I love seeing new totally. cards. Totally like, Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, speaking of new cards, there is another uh new deck making the rounds uh that you wrote about in your article. Uh Crypto Bros Unite. Uh some cr- <laughs> crypto lands.
3: <laughs> yeah, I, I I credit that one to Albert Limblum, uh, who is Ali <laughs> on MTGO. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I really credit him a lot for like pushing this card. Uh, he was playing with it in paper, right. From when it came out from streets, New Capanna. And he was saying, Hey, you know, this card's really good. Uh, you guys should try this card out. Uh, and then like, he was really upset that it didn't get put on magic online. Uh, but they listened to that. And so they put it on magic online and now I'm seeing it a lot of places. So uh, for those of you who don't know what this card does, a Currency Converter, uh, it's a one-mana artifact. So the only reason we get to talk about this card in general is because it's a one-mana artifact, because <laughs> we have to view every one-mana artifact through the lens of Urza Saga. Mm-hmm. God,
2: because, I don't know why people aren't calling for Urza Saga to be banned personally, but uh, I'm going to leave it at that. <laughs> I, I don't think that
3: card is very po- problematic at all, honestly. So It's not for,
2: problematic, it's
3: boring. That's 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 a fair... <laughs> that can be fair, but, uh, but it's not problematic, I think. So, anyways... Uh, it's an artifact, obviously. it's uh, Whenever you discard a card, you may exile that card from your graveyard. Mm-hmm. You pay two and a tap, you draw a card, discard a card. Or you could tap it and put a card exiled with it into your graveyard. If it's a land, you create a treasure token. If it's a non-land, you create a 2-2 black rogue creature token. Uh, so it's really cool to do with this card, is to be like turn one, land, currency converter, mox diamond, pitch the land, get a treasure token. Mm-hmm. Uh, and right off the bat. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, oh, Oh, when you see you start seeing it you're like oh well, that's what this card does Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> or you can like loot with it and pitch your um life from malone and exile your life from malone and then you get to like just convert your life from malone into a tutu mm-hmm. um i'm even seeing it in some standstill lists. there's a standstill list i post- posted i know in- that standstill
2: in- list looks super cool i'm gonna sleeve that up and see, give that so, a world
3: you play four of these things so if you want to go, you want know, the really sweet curve is to go turn one, uh, currency converter, turn two, standstill, turn three, um, cycle, uh, timeless dragon, uh, and then make a 2-2, and then turn four, eternalize, timeless dragon. <laughs> and suddenly you have a six power, you know, six power in play. Uh, it seems really gross. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> seems, re- seems really gross. Like because you, you get to because you get to just put the card back into your graveyard. Right. And you get a tutu out of it. And you're like, oh wow. Or you cycle your shark typhoon. And right. you get to just like put your like just exile your shark typhoon. And then you get just get to make a tutu out of your shark typhoon <laughs> plus your shark. Like it seems really gross when you think about it. And the fact yeah. that you can pick you can fetch it off at Ursa Saga is really what kind of pushes it. Uh, it's like a retrofitter foundry, but it does like different things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, it has a built-in loop functionality. I kind of want to
2: build a blue-red version of the standstill list, cause, just because I feel Dak Faden plays with it so well, Ooh. but then I really like the standstill. Like, um, like, I remember Stryfo's pile back in the day Ooh. when he was running uh, things like Thing in the Ice. I wonder how uh, that could work with it.
3: Plus yourself with that and play and di- draw two, discard two, and convert them into things
2: yeah exactly yeah
3: yeah that's <laughs> yeah see <laughs> there's tons of ways you could take that and that's what i think is that's what i think is cool about the card i wasn't so high on the card at first when i first uh reviewed it initially mm. and i was kind of like i don't know about this and then I was like oh it's on, not on magic online so i guess i don't have to worry about it and then they brought it on magic online and i started seeing people post pictures and i played against it a few times and i'm like okay this is a lot better than i thought it was gonna be so <laughs> that's that's nice that's the same thing i had with kitten i wasn't too high on kitten either Mm -hmm. uh until i sat down and i played with it and i was like oh this is actually reads a lot better than i thought it was gonna be (laughs) like Mm. wow (laughs) it's weird especially in a format where pyroblast is like everywhere so right right uh you wouldn't think someone like that would be that good but it's all about just finding your time so
0: well well, like you said also like like kitten has a little bit of a you know evasion kind of built into the deck so it does make pyroblast i guess you know a little more difficult to target it you know
3: Mm-hmm. Um. you want a real dark horse for this event though i think uh the real dark horse would be somebody playing that riddlesmith deck that's been running around oh uh, the the one with uh containment construct mm-hmm. i don't know if you guys have seen this list it was in this I, article i haven't i haven't seen it played yet i i so i started i picked it up today and started trying to play around with it uh, my estimation of it is so far is that either you do a lot of game actions and then do nothing or you just win the game. Okay. Uh, so there's like mm-hmm. very little in between uh, in there. Uh, so it's real. There's a lot of variants uh, built in because uh, you, you want to cast the spells like Breakthrough and stuff like that. And you kind of hope that you just get there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, it, it, it's like it, is it like just like a turbo
2: dredge deck in how it operates? Yeah, or- a
3: little bit. Yeah, it's weird. Like you cast a lot of Echo of Aeons. Yeah, uh, so which is cool.
2: <laughs> for, for our listeners that don't know, Containment Construct is a uh, artifact creature construct, two mana for a 2-1. Whenever you discard a card, you may exile that card from your graveyard. If you do, you may play that card this turn.
3: Yeah. The other half of that is uh, Riddlesmith. Uh, so it's a one and a blue human artificer, 2-1. Whenever mm-hmm. you cast an artifact spell, you may draw a card if you do discard a card. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that's kind of where you kind of get to do things. Is you're like, oh, I cast this, this uh, mox opal, draw a card. Oh, look, it, it's an LED to pitch to my containment construct. Cast the LED, keep going. Like, basically, you just kind of get to keep uh, churning through your deck. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, like, once you get both of those to play, yeah, churning through your deck's pretty easy at that point. Like, you can just kind of, like, oh, I'm just going to keep going and keep getting, pushing through my deck. Uh, and eventually, uh, you know, my win con is going to either be, I'm going to brain freeze you or I'm going to grape shot you. Uh, or right. I generate enough mana to cast the single now here the single Carn the Great Creator in the main deck. <laughs> There's some so uh, I was listening to a cast this week. I was listening to uh, Bryant and Brian and Phil over on Eternal Glory this week, and they were talking about this deck. And uh, the joke they made is that there are very vintage sensibilities about this deck. Mm-hmm. Uh, like they're trying to do something really super broken, uh, and mm. that's basically what it boils down to. It's just trying to do something super broken. Uh, And when you see cards like Breakthrough and you see cards like Gamble, which you would normally think are like four of cards, you know, in a deck like this, and they are like three ofs in this (laughs) deck list, you're like, you have to think, okay, that person did the math on this. Right. They really thought right. this through. Like they they thought every bit of this through on how they wanted to approach this deck building, and that's smart. Like yeah. like there's one BOMAC carrier in this list, <laughs> and I'm like,
0: oh good, maybe the BOMAC carriers I spec on will start uh, jumping like, in price. Like,
3: wait, <laughs> what? Um, I have
2: so many Bowman cards.
3: So (laughs) (laughs) weird.
1: (laughs) But but you see,
3: you see cards like Defense Grid. You go, okay, this is like a vintage list. They're trying to like do something absurdly broken. They want to go turn one Defense Grid, turn two cast, you know, construct, and start going off uh and that's kind of gross <laughs> so it's a cool list but uh, i i've had some uh difficulties picking it up i'm like okay this is this is hard it's got a learning curve for sure yeah i just, don't just a few
0: of the ones that are sitting on my desk just so you guys know i'm not lying <laughs> they're, they're not. In not arms wait wait
3: wait wait they're not russian foils <laughs> no i don't do russian foil i don't do any foils i don't
0: i don't spec on foils you know i think they're gonna pop i refuse i, had, I don't I play that a, game i had a person
3: try, try to tell me once that that bowman courier is basically lion's eye diamond uh, i disagree with that no, no i, I because see they it. Were, because they were because they were trying to push because they were trying to push selling their their play sets of russian foils <laughs> <laughs> and they were yeah. like asking for like a ridiculous price and everybody was like no
0: yeah, not quite, but I mean, I, so I thought they might be something in Blue Red Delver, but then that, that didn't turn out, but I'm like, oh, this is yeah. probably good enough to get a bunch of. They were cheap at the time, so. There's so but... many
3: better one-drops now.
0: <laughs> of course there are, guys. Listen, I don't say I make good decisions. I just make decisions, all right? like
3: <laughs> I, I don't blame you for that, honestly. <laughs> I make decisions, too. I, I, I recently upgraded. I actually do own a modern deck. Okay, uh, and I, I recently just upgraded my modern enchantress deck to modern Yorion enchantress. Oh. So, yeah.
0: Are you, have you been playing modern for a long time, or is this like a new venture for you?
3: Uh, no, I've been playing the format for a while. Oh, okay, uh, it's okay. one of the few formats around our my area in Dayton, Ohio that is mm. popular. Yep, uh, we don't really have a legacy scene really anymore. Yep, yeah, in Dayton, so that's why I play mostly on Magic Online.
0: That seems like so. such an injustice that someone like you doesn't have a legacy scene. I know, I like know. that makes me that doesn't sit well with me at all. But
3: <laughs> I, I do get, I do get the closeness of being close to Rob Wilson. Yep, uh, and being close to Buffalo Chicken Dip Legacy. Oh, uh, yeah. So yeah. I do appreciate all of his efforts there. I, I make an attempt to. Talk about Rob's events whenever possible because mm-hmm. he runs some of the best events. Totally, uh, and I'm real sad. I'm not. I'm gonna miss the open <laughs> because I'm yeah. not gonna be there. Yeah. I'm gonna be coming back from Hawaii slash California nice. uh, at that time, and so Sick. I'm totally gonna miss it. And I'm honestly upset because uh, I don't know the. I don't know if you've seen the pictures that he posted on Twitter of the venue but it's no, like, it's no. like the sickest venue you could ever. Is it a, bre- isn't a brewery time. that he's, it's a brewery, yeah, right? It's, it's yeah. dog Brewdog, It's uh, okay. uh, uh, U S headquarters basically is oh, where it okay. is it's a canal Winchester, Ohio, which is just near around Columbus.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: And, uh, yeah, they have a hotel and they have a big convention space attached to the hotel. Oh, that's awesome. And their rooms are like the most ridiculous rooms you've probably ever stayed in. Like, mm-hmm. them. Um, and they're they're expensive like the rooms are expensive like if you want to stay in like their brewmaster suite or whatever it's it's not cheap you may but, only
2: refer to me as the brewmaster yeah it's <laughs>
3: their their brewmasters are 360 dollars plus taxes per night yeah that's so not cheap. yeah no and uh but they come but that's they like, have like that's boston prices yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they have like you know a giant uh you know picture large window that looks out onto the full facility and you get you get a large table and uh they have you know all sorts of stuff uh and they usually come stocked with uh fridges with beers nice like uh so that. you have a fridge in your main the main room with uh with beers and then you have a shower fridge for your shower beer <laughs>
2: <laughs> ah, see that's the biggest thing i love my shower beers but yeah. then they get warm you know mm-hmm. what, what
3: what's a guy to do <laughs> right it's and that it's it is it is it is the nicest thing i know that his um his entry fee seems steep because it's uh, i think it was 140 for entry and that seems steep for an event but like uh he's that's also covering in lunch right like they're right. they're doing lunch like i don't not had a like a legacy of it it's like hey by the way we're gonna take a break and we're gonna have lunch mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm, and i'm yeah. like
3: wait a minute yeah he,
0: he was on the cast not that long ago talking about the open and i'm like yeah that's like just a great idea I like it, that it's quite a bit. such
3: a great idea yeah so yeah i will i will pimp rob all the time because i i love rob to death uh can, can i
0: just say like how lucky we are as a like as a community to have like People like rob and like the legacy pit crew Mm -hmm. like and aaron in in missouri who like put on these you know or or sorry aaron i said i meant jeremy 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 yeah uh, yeah. put on put on these you know these events for the legacy community like obviously like everyone's making like money on their own right they're obviously not doing it for free but like it's really i well maybe rob's actually might be fully into the to the event i think if i'm not if i'm mistaken but regardless like it's a lot of work, man. And I'm sure mm-hmm. like the juice, the, like the juice, like financially is probably not worth the amount of work that goes into these events because there's such a labor of love. The right. juice is um, not worth the squeeze. Exactly. But yeah. like, but, well, I don't even want to say that it's not worth the squeeze because I do think that like these guys do it because of how much they love the format and they love. The Absolutely. Format, no, you know I mean? I, so that's, I've that's, discussed that's... this with
3: Rob at length yeah. and he does it because he loves right. legacy and he, and uh, it's just kind of grown honestly, mm-hmm. from where he started it at. And, uh, I, I I love his events. I do. I, I love his I love his events. Uh yeah. I, I placed 12 at the last one, so I nice. uh, was playing eight mulch. And... I was gonna ask if you were
0: playing Battle of Wits, but obviously. No, I was not. playing I was
3: playing eight mulch. Okay, okay. Uh, so because I, I really like that deck. In fact, if mm. I I'm <sighs> I don't think I'm going to I don't know if I'm going to the legacy pit opener yet. I haven't mm-hmm. really figured that part out yet. Um I have to borrow cards because <laughs> I don't own legacy cards anymore. Gotcha. I, I I put all of my my stuff into my rental services and stuff mm-hmm. for Ma- Magic Online because mm-hmm. I don't have a legacy scene. I don't Right, have right. Any...
0: Well, which makes complete sense, right? Like There's right. no point holding onto these cards if you're right. not able to use them. Yeah. So
3: I've got friends who have stuff that they can lend me and stuff like that. So it's just like working out borrow hookups. Yeah, I am technically signed up for the 40k still. That's mm-hmm. supposedly still going on in September.
0: Oh, is it? Uh, yeah.
3: Uh, what I keep uh, hearing I, is it's, it's no supposed idea. to go on. Yeah. <laughs> it's supposed to happen. So I'm yeah. like, okay, well, you know, got to start looking around for cards for that right so, right but I'm, I'm probably i don't i haven't really decided about the legacy speed up it's like an eight hour drive for me uh yeah. and with gas prices the way they are is oh, it's, yeah it's, it's, it's pretty terrible. not feeling that kind it's of probably drive. better just to fly like i would i would yeah. think that like
0: the, the some of the things that i would do driving i would just fly at this point now. yeah
3: just because like
0: not only like the get like the just the finance like the financial aspect of it but i also just value my time like i, I just right. don't want to spend i would much rather spend a little extra money flying and less money or less time of my life on the road i'd rather spend that time at the event you know what i mean
3: right right yeah so yeah i just i haven't really decided yet yeah, i fair enough, it's okay. one of those things where it's like i would like to i'd love mm-hmm. to go but uh and i i do love the legacy pick guys so i would like of to go course, to that yeah. event but i just haven't been able to figure that out yet yep. i i i'm not able to make it to the next buffalo chicken dip uh right. legacy event either i'm gonna be right. at a different different thing in the same city but in a different place so <laughs> it's kind of like oh, i'm sorry rob yeah. like i feel bad not going to his events because uh you know i just i absolutely adore what he does and yeah yeah uh,
0: he's 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 been he's been very good we've got him on the show a few times we definitely yeah. were talking about the open the last time he was on and and actually speaking of the legacy pit they were just on the uh the second tier uh you know boston legacy podcast uh <laughs> <last>. i am <laughs> so
3: glad to see that those guys are back at it honestly yeah I do. I have, missed Ian, I have missed Ian and Tom. Yeah, uh, quite yeah. a bit. Like, so uh, we yeah. just
2: we just reclaimed him. and just moved back from Ohio. Back I know. To we we, I, <laughs> we brought I, I him back could, to the fold. It's so <laughs>
3: sad too. The entire time he was in Cleveland, I could not get him down for like a team serious thing or anything yep. like that. uh I was trying to get him. I think to come down for the land, uh, come over for the land uh for uh the team series invitational mm-hmm. that that my buddy Raja post mm-hmm. runs and he just couldn't make it oh. and uh, i was like it's like oh come on man come play some <laughs> sweet proxy vintage and drink yeah. and have a good time and, <laughs> and, and and drink uh wait yeah yeah uh, <laughs> uh, uh actually uh that was uh that uh, well, well, was uh last year we had the one last year mm-hmm. um roland the who you guys had last week yep. came to that yep. one and yep. uh, so he, he was fun to hang out with and yeah
0: dude roland honestly like i'm so thankful for all the people <laughs> i've met in this game man it's it's actually kind of mind-blowing all just the like just generally good people that you meet you know right. I mean, in this game man
3: one of these times I will make it up to one of your events. I just,
0: <laughs> I hear you. Dude, I, so you have, listen, you have, you have kids, man. I get it, dude. Yeah. I it's so get it. rough. Like, I, yeah. I want to go to the pit. There's, there's probably no way that I'll ever make an event in the fall because right. I coach football, I coach football for my kids, yeah, yeah, and I just, I just can't, and I, and I have school like on top of that. So the, right. the,
2: the pit needs to stop having events during wedding season. That's all I gotta uh, say. Jerry, like, Jerry, literally every, every, every year, listen,
0: Jerry, every season for you is wedding season because I've, I've never seen <laughs> someone go. You are just like you are a friend to all because you go to more weddings than anyone I've ever met. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually just
2: signed on to a Netflix deal. They're going to have a camera crew follow me around as I oh just God. jet set from well, wedding to you're, wedding.
0: You're no longer single, Jerry. So there's a, a lot of that. A lot of that angle is lost now. So that, you, that probably needs to be written in the contract that you either <laughs> you need to just pretend to be single because nah. weddings are weddings are way more entertaining when you go there single. I'm just <laughs> yeah,
3: I, um, I just yeah, I, I I at some point I'd like to make it up to one of the leaving the legacy. opens. So would just, be just,
0: would be awesome to have you, man, or true. Yeah. Would be. I, Really
3: I, i'm looking forward to uh, the wedding
2: coming up because uh the bride and groom had a uh they basically posted like a spotify playlist for people
0: to just add their the songs that they want to hear <laughs> well, I, is it going to be is it was going to be cultivated after that or are they just going to let it fucking are they gonna I, let it run i
2: hope it's cultivated because i put yeah. duel of fates by john williams on there that is, times. that is perfect <laughs> okay listen jerry perfect
0: my my so my youngest uh, luke loves that song loves that song <laughs> we'll watch the phantom menace and rewind that's that fight scene which is honestly honestly probably one of the best lightsaber duel scenes in all of the movies it is just yes. just like super cool yeah. um he will rewind that over and over and over again and he, he will request to listen to that song while we're driving in the car it's one of my favorite things so that okay, song is a banger belongs in a wedding <laughs> 100 don't,
3: don't get me started on star wars i could talk as pat knows i could talk about star wars all day long joe,
0: joe that's all i want to talk about man so 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 today we watched uh solo because i've been i told our listeners that we're going through my wife's never seen any of this star wars she's been seen like bits and pieces and being exposed to like both my nerdiness and my kids now like she's she knows a little bit of it but we're going through chronologically all the movies so we've seen the 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 the, the, the prequels and then we just watched solo tonight and she solo is her favorite one so far which like now that I got to rewatch okay. it tonight. Okay. It's have, you, actually, have, you watched, have
3: you watched Rogue One with your yet though?
0: No, that's going to be the next okay, one. Okay, okay. Wor- the, worst,
3: the worst you, one? That one no. will probably usurp usur- usur for Solo. <laughs> so I, I
0: like Solo quite a bit because it's just got so too. many, like, it has so many... um Little like uh, what's the word? Easter eggs for like real, like people who are like really into Star Wars, which I like. I um, I thought
2: Solo was great. It just did. I feel it would have been better as a show than a movie. Like I wish it it fair. had got
0: the like Mandalorian treatment
2: because that would, that would be fun. Like yeah. I wanted to see more of like Han Solo in World War One, like Alien
3: World War One, Han Solo, super cool. Yeah, <laughs> like. Yeah. But I thought here, here, I thought here's oh, what I, here's what I want though. Honestly, yeah. here's what I want. I okay. want I want the the Disney Plus show with uh, Lando. Mm-hmm. Where the entire framing device is Billy D. Williams sitting in a, a bar somewhere telling some story about, oh, he, about telling some, stories ab- of his exploits about, ab- about some adventure good. and then cutting to Donald Glover as the oh, younger
0: can, was Donald Can Glover we do that?
3: Like, was he not a great he was choice fantastic for solo so good yeah. so, so good as, yeah. as lando such a yeah. good choice uh, i would totally take that as a show like yeah. that would and be I, so great
0: and, <laughs> and honestly the, the guy who played han like i can't can't remember his name at the time ahead but i thought he was also a very good choice i thought that was a really well cast he
3: was okay head. yeah I, I didn't mind him too much that i mean was, you can uh, it's
0: it's really hard to usurp uh, uh harrison ford harrison ford yeah like, that is, oh, that God, is a yeah. difficult role to take yeah on. um like Billy D. Williams, like him. Is he like an iconic actor like like Harrison Ford? No. So like a little easier. And like Donald Glover is just pretty great in his own right. So he
3: really looked the part, like, totally. I think I hundred, but totally. But he's also just it.
0: got like that, he's got that smooth, like mm-hmm. that smooth quality to him. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it just really it's just really yeah. just really are really, you really, are really you
3: working yeah, okay okay so you you're just doing films, you're not working in any of the um animated series. Okay, so, so I so
0: only I, recently saw the Clone Wars animated series. Uh, I watched <laughs> it last year for the first I watched it last year for the first time. Such I, a, I such a, super super good. A I actually super just good,
2: right? just started that with my girlfriend we okay, watched so it. and we're by the way, watching in uh, chronological order is very difficult because that show was released so haphazardly.
3: Yeah, there is there is an actual um viewing order is like uh, a ba- yeah, yeah yeah like
2: like season three episode six is actually like the first episode you should watch <laughs> like that's right that's the order of stuff things so that they released in. A, no One kills me though is a a that like- 216
3: cat and mouse yep yeah uh yeah there yeah you, you there's there's an actual like if you go out to star wars right. there's an actual chronological episode order yeah that's, listed that's out there on how to watch it yep yeah,
0: yeah, that um, show made me really love Ahsoka Tano. Like, I thought she was mm. just such a cool character. So, and so, we that, just last, was season. that last season, that last season is oh, so good. And she was so great in uh, Rebels in Mandalorian. Um, and, uh, yeah. oh, and Rebel. she was, yeah, was she in Rebels? I can't remember.
3: Yeah, she was yeah. in Rebels. Yeah, was in Rebels. Yeah, Rebels. Yeah.
0: Rebels, another good show. Like, oh, dude, I love Star Wars, man. Honestly, like. I'd do a Star Wars podcast.
2: 1000% man. 1000%. 1, uh, one one of the like 3 million Star Wars podcasts. <laughs> I know. I don't yeah. I
0: don't care. I don't care. I know. That's the only thing is
2: like it, there's like it's, 3 it's, legacy podcast. It it's funny Pat, cuz uh Sam and I uh we just started doing that too and she had she's never seen the Star Wars either. So we watched like the original trilogy and she's like, yep. "Oh wow, I can see why you're really into these. These are great." Yep. And then we watched the prequels and she's just like this is terrible. Like yeah. oh, so, I'm, is
3: in Star Wars. So, so the prequels, the prequels, Revenge of the Sith gets way better if you watch. She did Clone say Wars, she did say yeah, Revenge
2: yeah. of the Sith got better, but like I forgot how, but it,
3: it, but it gets way, way, way better if you watch Clone Wars. Yeah, like, it's, way, it's, way better yeah, because yeah, you you really understand Anakin's point of view if you watch right. Clone Wars and then watch Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, but so yeah. We, we did the it the in Clone Wars is very
0: much like retconning that story, well, not retconning that story, but like fixing yeah, yeah we, giving like we, some structure to that story. Or, we or we
2: did it uh, in preparation of watching Obi Wan. Is mm-hmm. watch the prequels, and I just didn't have it in the heart in me to say it's like, yeah, we can watch Obi Wan, babe, after we watch this six season animated TV show. Yeah. first. <laughs> uh, right. uh,
3: you know, you could probably just watch the last season. Honestly, <laughs> yes. yeah. like there, there, there are a few episodes or arcs in there that are probably pretty skippable. Yeah. Uh, in terms of uh, you know understanding certain characters. Uh, but yeah, the last season is like that's a definite must-watch.
0: Totally, yeah. Uh,
3: it's just like the the last four episodes of that show are like. Are better quality than all of the Disney trilogy entire. Mm. Like it's just absolutely that good, and yeah. the writing and the direction and everything is just fantastic in that that season. Uh, uh, I've,
0: uh, I've been a big fan of the shows, like the Book of Boba Fett. I love.
3: I I really God. like Obi Wan. I know people. I've been really be. enjoying Obi
2: Wan so far. So, I thought
0: Obi Wan's been great too, for what it's worth. Spoiler
2: I've, yes. spoiler, but for this episode that came out uh, for our listeners would be two weeks ago. But I felt that episode has the best lightsaber fight in all, probably the entire. Continuity of Star
0: Wars Yeah I still don't I still have a couple Questions about about Kenobi Like you know He all right this is another Small spoiler but like (laughs) it very much Feels like he gets left off the hook by By Vader like like Mm -mm. Vader has a chance to kill him and I I, It wasn't made clear to me if It was a hesitation on Vader's part To kill him like maybe he didn't actually want to kill him Um but I'm I'm Not sure if it feels like he was left off the hook like I think he wanted
3: to make him suffer
0: That, that, so that was my other thing is like, that's possible, right? That, or maybe, maybe the whole point is that it's supposed to be a little bit gray. You know what I mean? I I will
3: say this uh, my favorite episode was this one this past week. Uh because I don't
0: don't know if I've seen that one. Because
3: getting to see such a raw display of Vader's force talent. Oh,
0: is that when he starts pulling the shit?
3: I was as soon as that CK, I was like, oh my god. Well, all right, if we're just doing straight Well, that was that's
2: why I love the the fight so much, was because Vader's like, I don't even need a lightsaber, I'm just going to beat you. that was
0: very good that was like, very yeah. good when he's fighting her and he's like yeah you can't touch me i'm will no. and, and like, then he just like takes the lights with the breaks and he's like
3: have half, half like i'll be fine like, right <laughs> yeah, here enjoy yeah, yeah, it's, yeah it's it's really good yeah it's and really uh, good.
2: and also for major spoilers for anyone who's still listening and hasn't seen it is uh all that episode did was prove what a Qui Gon jinn was because Gon Jin gets stabbed dies grand inquisitor gets stabbed comes back
0: so third sister gets stabbed as a kid comes back that i think that's
3: a dark side ability man it is like that they're
0: making that they're making that like like the people who can get who can get mortally wounded and come back from it are is like like a dark side thing because
3: they're holding themselves together with the sheer will uh to survive the sheer the sheer hatred (laughs) yeah yep no exactly no no joe
0: you might know this question and i've never really looked into it but so every jedi when they die like vanishes right that's like they become one with the force. Mm. Why what happens with Qui-Gon? Why doesn't well he no no he it's
2: it's not every because Vader is surprised when Obi Wan disappears.
0: True oh. that's like, true. And yeah. and no
2: and we've never and we don't see any other Jedi disappear when they die other than Obi Wan
3: and oh, Yoda. Yoda. okay
0: Yoda. you know what that's totally fair because there's a bunch of dead Jedi in Geonosis right during that that's battle, just that's so. very yeah.
3: mi- very inconsistent honestly. Yeah. It's oh, like I, I think
2: I think them disappearing is signifying that they become one with the force. Yeah. Like and I think yeah, that's that's, like that's the super... light side and dark side is that uh you know Jedi become one with the force and go all ghosty, and then Sith just don't die. They turn into yeah. like zombies.
3: <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. 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 But uh yeah, I, I'm I'm real thrilled <laughs> so far. I'm yeah, it's yeah. it's <laughs> it's good and they've they've managed to really sell me on it. Yep. So <laughs> Uh, and yeah i just everything about it has been great so far um i'm actually looking forward to the andor series as well but um that's going to be really long it's like 12 episodes long for like a wait, season one wait for what for andor i feel oh, it's been
2: yeah. it hasn't been promoted at all like, no it really like hasn't one trailer they, they don't need
3: no. to
0: let's be honest they don't really need to promote it like until it I, comes i'm on out. i'm here, honestly worried is like, i'm worried it's gonna, gonna be the on, it's gonna be a, the <laughs> well, oh, sorry. Let, let, me just, let me just say my thing and then you can it's, just, it's quick i'm just saying we're in a moment where there's just a steady stream of some star wars content yeah so i feel like promoting it is not that necessary because as soon as you finish like as soon as we finish uh uh kenobi it's just gonna be oh here's the next here's the next series of mandalorian as soon as that's done oh here's book of boba fett i think i probably, think
3: Andor is actually next
0: yeah well, yeah, yeah whatever it is yeah. like it's just gonna be it's just because we're so used to that steady stream which i love like just fucking put it in me i don't care uh, all <laughs> right right yeah keep it coming like I, I, honestly well, like the book of boba fett i'm telling you like made my child made like the child that i was is that is all i ever wanted was to see that show and it made mm. me so they can man- They could ever make another Star Wars property, and I would. St- I would die a happy person seeing the Book of Boba Fett. Well, <laughs> what this I'm worried is so about is satisfying.
2: it is it getting the Marvel effect because they did the same thing with Marvel with all the TV shows. and it's It was just too like, much. It was like one Wan- Uh, Wandavision, great. Loki, amazing. Didn't see Hawk- Loki. Uh, lo- Loki was really great, but then it's like Haw- was good. Hawkeye. It's like ah, yeah, that was pretty good. Okay, and then Hawkeye was I'm-
3: great. What are you talking about? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I couldn't finish Hawkeye. I like, loved Hawkeye. I just got, oh I just God. got distracted.
3: Uh, but, I, 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 I love Jeremy Renner and, um, Haley Steinfeld just, really, you love Jeremy and, Renner. Yeah. I, just, I love, uh, uh, really? uh, and, oh. and, and, um, Haley Steinfeld and also them bringing, um, what's her name? Uh, Florence Pugh, uh, as Yelena into that show. Mm-hmm. The last episode of just the, the back and forth between Hallie Steinfeld and uh, Florence Pugh is just the most absolute perfect. <laughs> I, I, think, I, will say I, like, I would watch them all day long because they the are ma- hilarious together. The
0: the majority of the Marvel stuff for me, like, I'm just not a big Marvel fan. I could take or leave it. Like, I'm not like, I don't love the the like the, the whole universe, so but i i respect that it's just not it's not like i didn't grow up on the marvel stuff that's my that's
3: my other side i'm i'm a totally. big marvel yeah, fan as well so i, I, feel, it. Yeah, I feel yeah yeah like it. like moon moon night was like just absolutely fantastic yeah, I, 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 I love oscar, it oscar was really good i'd
0: probably watch the, it but.
3: yeah that was great it was great seeing oscar isaac play again play across from oscar isaac yeah yeah
2: Oscar Isaac made that show if, uh, if yeah. like if he didn't have a solid performance that show would have been
3: terrible yeah. both both Oscar Isaac and F. Marie Abraham is uh, was just absolutely perfect like yeah. it was just such a well done show from a standpoint of showcasing stuff like DID and just all the various things that that they were spot on to the character with mm. uh, and just it being just like this crazy show that was just like, okay, wait a minute the end of the show is just like a big kaiju fight what <laughs> like, right
2: well, it, you're right it's it's true because it's just like we we think of these you know different superheroes but then it's like you know what happens if there is a you know a schizophrenic superhero like just mm-hmm. because just because they're a superhero doesn't mean they're also not susceptible to you know all sorts of other ailments yeah mm-hmm.
3: it, it's 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 pretty good i'm i was pretty happy about it
0: so i think we had like a pretty clean segue into the into like the uh the... The dark horse, L- the decks we were going to see in the L.A. Open, <laughs> but we've gotten so far from that. Uh, I don't know, I don't it, know an easy was, way to no, segue this, into that. I'm sorry, this, guys. This
2: was the best segue. This is the best segue. Yeah, yeah, right, it, right, was, right, yeah. it was a very yeah, long segue. So, yes. I guess I guess should we should we make some meta predictions for what we think the uh, the yeah. tournament's going to end yeah. up as? 25%
3: sure. blue red delver.
0: Okay. <laughs> I'm going to say 20. I'm going to say 22%. I'm 22%. Gonna it's 22%. Gonna
3: it's, it's
2: going to be at least
0: above 20. I'm assuming. I'm going to say blue red
2: delver is going to put two copies in the top eight, but it is not going to win.
0: Okay. Oh, I, I think we'll see. I think we'll see. Jeskai control probably take the event down. I was going to guess eight cast. god, okay. uh,
2: you stole it. Eight cast is my prediction. I think eight right. cast is yep. going to be the one that, can, that wins. Can I yeah. also say
0: I, I think we'll, we might even see Elves. Get elves played. is reasonable. I mm-hmm. think Elves we might see get played.
3: Um, elves, re- I could see a top eight. Uh, I could see a top eight appearance by Elves. I wouldn't
0: mind seeing that.
3: Um, um any good Death and Taxes players in your area? <laughs> we we honestly
0: we have good players of pretty much every archetype that we have. There's someone minute. around. Wait a minute, here who, is
3: David good? Lance coming to this event? Because I could see him making top eight.
0: I don't know. I haven't. <laughs> Man, seen I have list. to find
3: out. I have to find out because <laughs> if David Lance shows up to your event, I have a feeling that he would probably top eight because he's <laughs> he is a not only is he like so he's he's local to me from Columbus area. Mm, yeah. He comes to all the Buffalo Chicken Dip events. He's part of Team Serious. He's a good friend of mine. And uh dude has like the prettiest death and taxes deck you've ever seen. Hmm. uh it's like fully foiled uh <laughs> like just absolutely the prettiest thing nice. you've ever seen. Yep. Uh, and he is also one of the best DNT players. Uh, I know and I'm friends with all the good DNT players. So mm-hmm. like I'm friends with J- with John Ryan Hamilton and Jason Murray. Uh, I know those guys quite well um, just from doing talking about the deck with them and having them do stuff for the column and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I know all three of these guys and yeah, if uh, somebody like David shows up, uh, there's a, there's a banger there for you right there. Cause he's, <laughs> he's a solid death and taxes player. I have seen him. Pull some magic out of his hat. Okay. Uh, just quite literally. Uh, the last, was it the last Buffalo chicken or was the one before I, there was an event I sat and I watched him play a game and he was playing against Rob uh, and Rob was on Jessica Delver uh, and they were in game three. David's on the draw. David Mulligans to five. Rob keeps seven. David wins that game. Oh, <laughs> it was just absolutely the most brutal display of <laughs> d and power against Delver I have ever seen in my life. And it was, it was like he was running a clinic of, here's how you play this matchup start to finish. Nice. And it was just nuts. I was just like, wow. Like, it's so good to wa- see that kind of mastery uh, from somebody. So yeah, if he shows up, yeah, that's a guaranteed banger. Uh, if Brian Koval shows up or something like that, there's a guaranteed banger. Uh, he'd probably be playing Blue Red Delver, honestly. Um, here's a good one for you, reanimator. Oh, that's yeah. that's, that's that's a reasonable.
2: I I think uh, also one. uh tinfins. I've been seeing tinfins pop up
3: uh a fair yeah. bit. Um, I could also see a reasonable showing by at least one or two red stompy players.
2: Yeah, I was going to say uh, gaming, etc., cetera, is traditionally a uh, red stompy uh, mm-hmm. stomping ground <laughs> to yeah. say. So I would not be surprised if uh, the Zachalites, as we uh, lovingly <laughs> refer to them, <laughs> if uh, some of the Zachalites uh, make it. The appearance. deck is really good.
3: <laughs> yeah, and it's, uh, it's
2: putting up results. So yeah. my dark horse prediction uh, is I would not be surprised if we see a cephalid breakfast in the top eight. Okay. Because uh, it top aided GP or not GP, but it top aided Bologna, and then it also the Four Seasons
3: event, the yeah. Four
2: Seasons event, and then also has been putting some uh, results
3: up in the uh, the weeklies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that Four Seasons event that was that was um that was Javier, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 has, yeah, has, yeah, yeah. So world champion yeah. winning with his pet deck because that is his pet deck um, for sure. He's one of like the people that pioneered that deck uh so yeah uh yeah i i actually so, okay so i i may change my my prediction for winner honestly i don't think maybe a cast uh i'm gonna say green white depths oh green okay. Depth, uh, okay yeah i think that de- green green white depths i think that's a very strong deck to be on right now uh and because it, it it has such good game against delver it has a great game against a cast um so because it has all these cards that work against both of those decks. Uh, that I think it's probably a reasonable deck to be on.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, and even the control decks, even against the Jeskai decks, I think it's fine because you have Plow and you have Prismatic Ending and they have to deal with a, with a Merit Lage,
1: mm-hmm.
3: uh, which is kind of busted. And you get like, they're, they're now on like main deck two Sajiri steps. Mm-hmm. So uh, you can go into some post board games where you board one of those out uh, and they try to blow you out thinking you only have one. Uh, so yeah, that's <laughs> pretty reasonable. I, I think it's a, I think it's a good deck. Elvis Reclaimer is like one of the best creatures I think in the format right now,
1: mm-hmm.
3: uh, just because of how strong it is uh, and what it does. And I think that that's a reasonable place to be is definitely as screen White dubs. Yeah, for sure. I can see it.
2: Uh, other than that, I I think uh, there's still going to be a lot of just variety. Um, yeah.
3: You know? yeah. 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 You're, you're, I, from what I've noticed from your events, uh, your events tend have some variety at the bottom but the upper table seemed to gravitate more towards what like a typical challenge looks like yeah yeah i agree so
2: i mean because you're just gonna also always have the locals like i would say half the room is going to be locals who
3: are just yeah. they're, they're gonna sleeve up what they like to play right yep. right yep. yeah and then you're gonna have people come in from out of town and slaughter <laughs> <laughs> i don't
2: know so there's usually some locals in the topic
3: yeah. too yeah, yeah they are yeah. they're no slouches yeah but, they're, they're good uh, they're good people yeah,
0: we're we're we've been we're we're we have a gauntlet here for sure. Like just oh, yeah. like yeah, we have we have good players for sure. Yeah,
3: for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. no, that area is pretty well recognized for uh good players. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see some sort of landsy deck. Uh, lands is pretty popular up in that area too. So I could see like lands or something like that. I I would love to see somebody just playing like currency converter lands or something mm-hmm. like that and mm-hmm. just like do well with it. Uh, so that would that would be fun. But
0: if uh if Ian shows up, he might be playing Stoneblade. I might I might maybe we see Stoneblade play uh, oh God, <laughs> in the top eight because he, he just can't give it up man he can't do it
3: I yeah I mean there's still some reasonable people trying to play it like Rob yeah. still plays it like yep. uh, and I'm like eh,
0: I, I, I know I know. Uh, I
3: know I think but... I think the best Stoneblade deck I think you should just convince him to play breakfast 'Cause I think then that's the best stone blade deck right yeah. now. <laughs> Cause it it's just a stone blade deck that gets to play a bunch of stuff because it's a bigger deck now. Cause they're now yeah. eighty yeah. cards. Um so yeah, I, that would be fun to see. Um,
0: yeah. I'm excited for the event. It'll be it'll be a good time. Yeah,
3: yeah. I was like gonna it...
0: bring my air fryer, Jerry, but thinking of like logistically, we might just order mm. wings from Domino's and then just dip them in the sauces. Jesus oh. Christ! Not, oh. Why are you trying more, to kill me? The more <laughs> I think, well, the more I think about, it, I'm like, do I really want to be trying to air fry like multiple pounds of chicken wings and do this and like pr- produce this? You know this?
3: Yes, like, you're right. This, yeah, this, yes, you're, yes, you do. Yes, right. the answer to that is yes. Uh,
0: <laughs> is that
3: hey, well, I mean, maybe and... fully committed. Pat, yeah. fully let's committed. not
2: let's not do fucking dominoes though. Let's go to do like
0: you, the the. Superman I'm sure there's marketing. a good wing place, right? Yeah, we'll figure it out.
3: Do you have um, what like what's your hottest sauce? Like what's what's the oh, we, have, we have the
0: full hot ones, like up, oh, to, up to the, the bomb, are up to uh, uh the last, last dab, the, the last, last dab, dab yeah. the, two million, the over two million Scoville units. Yeah. I've had the last dab and not hadn't eaten any other like hot sauces that day. Just had like a half a teaspoon of the last dab. Oh, it was
3: a brutal. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, that's (laughs) that's that's great. Oh man, that'll be that'll be fun. That's a that's a fun part of it that makes it interesting
0: yeah 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 p- people definitely don't come to, to to the stream to listen to me talk about legacy for sure it'll be watching, <laughs> it'll be watching me suffer all right, all right pat, let's, let's
3: watch pat suffer on stream yeah <laughs> <laughs> and i
0: promise i will be firing up a test stream this week at some point so don't don't tune in before saturday but i'm gonna make sure everything's updated and working properly so we don't miss the first two rounds we did last time oh, rounds, was. Yeah. so we'll, uh, we'll be better prepared this time so mm yeah make, make, sure. make sure
3: you guys send me some stuff on this because uh, that totally. way i have uh, are they are they still running with companion or are they gonna run with something else like mtg melee or oh that's a good question i don't know what michelle does at the store okay. honestly okay. uh
2: that she uses whatever the
3: official Watsons his companion yeah, yeah. Oh, i hate that software so much
0: <laughs> i i don't know anything about it. honestly like jerry and i we literally just show up and do like the the show like we right, don't do right. we have, we have no no involvement with like any of the other like yeah uh, you know we're just we're really just there to do the the stream.
3: I hate I hate, I am I, I as I've gone deeper down the rabbit hole of w- trying to work with tos on mm-hmm. um, data collection efforts and mm-hmm. stuff. The more appreciative I am of sites like MTG Melee and Digital decklists yeah, deck lists, yep. uh, because it just makes things so much easier. Yeah, um, my last one I worked was I worked with Bazaar Boxes out of mm-hmm. Europe Europe and uh help they entered everything into mtg melee for me and oh, re- oh really yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. and i was like okay cool like this gives me the whole kit and caboodle like yep. it's, it's great yep. to see yeah um i don't think i had oh no i had everything i i had matchup input and everything like i have round round, because that's one of the nice things about mtg melee is that you get the round by round stuff oh
0: okay uh
3: and so we're using that a lot in the data collection Mm -hmm. stuff we do that for all the challenges and all that stuff as well and what that gives us access to is it gives us access to stuff like um the sub archetype uh basically their their matrix where you can tell okay this deck was this percentage against the stack, right? In this event, right. like you know, that sort of thing, yeah. Uh, so having that is really helpful. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we do, uh, congl- we do aggregate that. Uh, mm-hmm. so uh, that gets updated like on a weekly basis by one mm-hmm. of my guys, um, who handles that kind of stuff. And they they upgrade update that stuff aggregate at the aggregate stuff of that for the magic online stuff. So you can go on our main sheet right. and see. Um, what the win percentages look like for across the format versus certain decks. Yeah, based that's on a th-
0: cool. That's such a cool thing you do for the community, man. That's really that's a huge thing for us.
3: Yeah, <laughs> it's a lot of. I'm
0: sure it's a lot of work. I mean, it's I mean, a ton it's, of work. Yeah, it's always, and it's always more than people realize too. Like they yeah. think, oh, it's probably a lot of work, and then it's like, yeah, you could probably like threefold that, and that's probably what it actually is. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. it's it's a lot of tedious work. Yeah. yeah, uh, like that's like most of it there is like yep. it's super tedious. Uh, we get. You know, you have to. Basically, uh, what people don't realize is I was on Eternal Turtles recently. And we were talking mm-hmm. about this as well. Uh, is you, know, when you, to watch a replay on Magic Online in an event, you have to stay to the end of the event, uh, which is when I say the end of the. I mean the end of the event when the top mm-hmm. eight is over and everything. Uh, so you're staying a couple hours past when the event would end. Oh. Would Swiss is, Swiss is ending, and you have to not close the window. Uh, and then there's a, and then <laughs> then it gets better when you're in a replay watching a replay. If you click the X, it kicks you out of the event. Wow, you can't watch anymore. So you, there's a button you have to click. <laughs> that you know, uh when we first started this, one of the guys said, you know, when we start date, when I start replays, I I have a post it note and I put it up in my screen, <laughs> in the upper right of my screen over the X, so I don't yep. think about it. Oh, <laughs> and I said, yeah, that that makes sense. Like that's one way to do it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I've I've been in the trenches myself. I was in uh, the Eternal Weekend. I don't get to play a lot of the weekly challenges, mm-hmm. uh, but I helped with one of the Eternal Weekend events, and it, yep. it's it's rough. It's it o- I, honestly,
0: I, like one of my the the, th- the only part about the Open that I really don't like is having after the event to enter in deck lists, which I'll go yeah, down yeah. either the top eight or if I if I have some extra time, I'll do the top sixteen. Entering deck lists into like a site like, and it's nothing to do with Goldfish. They're entering is like the same as entering at any other website, but I try to do it in goldfish and it is just miserable. I just hate it so much, <laughs> but it's like, but people love to be able to, but and you know, like, I but love, you know what,
3: like, what, if you did MTG melee and you just had your, your players submit them for you, I get it man yeah like, but that is not that's not my call it's know. you know what I mean like I, I think, think we
2: we tried that at one of the opens and it caused it to be delayed like 45 minutes because people just can't figure out how to enter deck lists online yeah
3: yeah well and the problem is is you get the people that come in and they're like oh I haven't registered my deck list yet let me right. try and do this on my phone yeah and you're like no 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 do, yeah. d- do it on your computer right right you know and yeah it's yeah it, it's, yeah, it's I, I get what people I get people magic players not being prepared. That's yeah, that's that, yep. That's that's that, a commonality, but yep. man, yeah, it it's I tell you what, when when it all lines up and um things like work like work well with that, I think mm. it it makes a world of difference. I'm sure and, I'm and sure it, it though, takes yeah. a lot of overhead off of TOs for right, sure. Right. Like just having digital deck lists in general is like so the nice. best thing. You don't have to like Parse somebody's, you know, chicken scratch writing. Yep. To try and figure out, okay, <laughs> yep. what does this say? Like, At the end
0: of the event, I'm literally like, I'm like, oh, yeah, do I make H- do I have all hundred and thirty deck lists like in uh, like in paper form? And then I gotta like f- go through them and see whose is whose. And it's just it's yeah. yeah, it's it's not it's not the best. But
3: we're we're again, in 2022. It's... We need to be better. Dude, for for <laughs> like right. it's just yeah, it, it's a pet peeve of mine, but I yeah. I definitely uh, I appreciate TOs that really that's why that's one of the reasons I really appreciate Rob's events yeah he runs all those events on MTG melee and I can guarantee that he's gonna have all of the data from the event mm-hmm. uh, for all 64 players yep. uh, the legacy Pit guys is the same way yep. um, they had every, every shout out to Brian um, Freeberger. Uh, they had all of the stuff that is available impressive. on MTG melee for yep. me immediately uh, you know after the event last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he I, had to make some changes on mtg melee a little bit but we did it all nice. and so that it, yeah including hand entering like 300 plus players of round data
2: yeah because uh,
3: yeah, now next time i have to do that i'm gonna talk to my friend because uh we don't do that for the weekly challenges mm-hmm. uh, for uh the round data uh, what happens is uh we take screenshots mm-hmm. of all that stuff
1: mm-hmm
3: uh, and the screenshots get posted in our Discord. Uh, so we get screenshots of all the rounds, all everything up to top eight, through top eight. And what he does is he takes that and sticks it into an uh, optical character recognition program. So he OCRs it. And then he... Creates a spreadsheet with it and then copies and pastes that into our our sheets. Oh, oh, wow. See, that would be nice. Yeah, I was
2: just gonna say it's like we should just get a scanner and uh, yeah. just
3: run through and just scan all the decks uh, and
2: yeah. Adobe or something. Oh, so uh,
3: yeah, like a document scanner. Yeah, yeah, that is a good idea. <laughs> I
0: have a scanner in my house. I just can't imagine I'm gonna scan that many deck decks. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, that's
3: that's what I wor- miss
2: most about actually going into the office is they had their big you know ten thousand yeah. dollar printer that had mm-hmm. like. The shelf scanner, where it's like you just sit a stack of papers on right, the shelf right. and
0: it just that, runs through That's reasonable. I just don't see myself like lifting the thing, putting <laughs> the thing on it, scanning yeah, it, lifting yeah. it all. I just, I, yeah. They
3: they make ones with automatic document feeders for a reason. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I know entirely way too much about this because it's actually one of the things I work with in my day job. <laughs> so I I, I work with, heavily with uh, Fujitsu uh, oh, scanners okay. that use uh, a automatic document feeders. And uh so I, I know those actually mm-hmm. actually know those devices pretty well inside and out. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's kind of fun. Actually, they're really they're really nice. So um nice, yeah, Just buy yourself like a several thousand dollar fujitsu scanner yeah. or something like that. <laughs> uh, oh man. Well, well,
0: uh let's let's wrap it up here because we're getting we're going a little long. Um but uh J- Jerry, do you want to do scoops and poops before we wrap it up?
2: Yeah, let's do some scoops and poops. Right, Jerry, who do you want to
0: scoop at top eight this week?
2: Uh, I'm going to scoop in the future first place winner of the (laughs) leaving a legacy open. Not that he need, he or she needs me to scoop them in, uh, since they, they crowned championship, but I am, uh, looking at the trophy right now, Pat, I uh, made the trophy up and it's looking pretty sweet and I'm excited to see what the MVP card is going to be.
0: Yeah. That's always, that's always a fun part of the tournament. Yeah. It'll be uh, exciting to to find out for sure. Uh, how about you, Joe, who do you want to scoop in a top eight this week?
3: uh just you guys for having me on like i mean it was it's been fun hanging out with you guys and uh but I, yeah i just like a lot of the legacy community people um i would like to thank, uh people like uh minhawk and like max distortion uh those guys um they're great uh the guys at the dark desk podcast as well billy and uh michael Mapson. uh just fantastic people all around in this community and Um, thankful that I'm allowed to be here in these circles and hang out with people and talk to people. And I, 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 one of those people, I'm super humble about what I do uh, all the time. Uh, I take very little credit for what I do. Uh, So I appreciate everybody who helps me with stuff because (laughs) I enjoy, you know, being able to talk about the format I love. Mm. Uh, And uh, that was one of the, the goals of starting the the getting the column series in the first place was to just have an outlet to talk about this format and,
1: mm-hmm.
3: uh, and to talk about the people in the format. I do a lot of uh, stuff every month uh, with people talking about various people in this format. Uh, and that makes me happy to be able to do that, to shine lights on people who may not have the sh- light shown on them at, at any time. So well,
0: that's awesome, man. Yeah. And we're, oh, yeah. we're, we appreciate you man, and all the work you put in. I, I know it's uh it is a labor of love for sure. And it's, mm-hmm. you know, there's, the uh the appreciation is like is really like the uh what you get in the back end of it so i i appreciate that
3: I, I mean i get paid too but you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but, but there, like, there's a monetary reason yeah sure so.
0: sure but like but like if you broke it down by how much you get paid hourly versus like how much work you know like with the oh work yeah you put in it's, oh, yeah it's not about the money man i mean it, it's it never has been like it's no at least in my experience it's never about you know any money that ends up trickling in you know into keeping you able to do what you do it's it's really about you know,
3: the community, man, as long as yeah. as the community stays awesome and the format stays awesome, uh, even when the format isn't awesome, I tend to stay pretty positive about things, mm-hmm. pretty measured, uh, you know, and so most people know that when I'm asking for something to change, usually means probably needs to happen at some point. Now, some mm-hmm. people don't always agree with me, but I I do think that um, I don't want to get into band talk, obviously, but yeah, I just I I do tend to keep a more let's wait and see approach to the format. Mm -hmm. Uh, Usually I also, am one of those people that advocates for on bands more than anything, but that's just because there's cards I would like to see come off that I think could. Uh, But uh, I'm in the same way in vintage as well. So Mm -hmm. I, I I think vintage actually is like one of the healthiest formats in magic right now because it's so cyclical and things just fix themselves week to Mm -hmm. week, uh, which is kind of cool to see. Uh, and it's just like a real back and forth format. Um, so I, I think it's like one of the most perfect formats right now and it's like fun. Nice. So yeah. Anyways.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Sick. Uh, well, I think that just about does it for today. All right.
3: All right. Thank you guys for having me. I really appreciate it.
2: Thank you, man. Always a pleasure having you on. And uh, we'll definitely let you know what the results are. Uh, We'll let all your listeners know. And I'm really looking forward to the event uh, this weekend.
0: Yeah, it's going to be awesome. I'm I'm excited. I can't wait to see people out there. It's going to be a good time. And uh, uh, bring your money to donate to the uh, but not too much because I don't want to go all the way up to, to the last step. Well, you know, I'll do it. Listen, I've <laughs> Keyword, committed to bring it. Bring
3: lots of money. <laughs>
0: <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks. Thanks again for, uh, for hanging out this week. Joe, it was great to talk to you um, and uh, we'll catch you all next week. Hell yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs>